It's just too much. I think she's a very nice girl. And they just made me employee of the month yesterday, so I'm getting a lot of calls. I know where I'm not wanted, and I'm not wanted any place where people have all these social obligations if you get one of me. That's not true. You have you have two kinds of stuffing. You have real cranberry sauce. Run! I mean, I have absolutely no idea what we're doing here, or what I'm doing here, or what this place is about, but I am determined to enjoy myself. And I'm very intrigued, and oh my, this soup's delicious, isn't it? Well, hello and welcome to the Best Supporting After Show, where we continue to clean out on all things Best Supporting Actress. Sometimes we play games. Sometimes we talk about awards, nominations, and predictions. We wrap things up with a be- with a BSA of the week, and then we leave when we want to leave. <laughs> and I'm still Colin. <laughs> and I'm still Nick. <laughs> um, <laughs> so aggressive. I, I, uh, I know. Still, I love still that, coming yeah. down from Mayor of East Town. You know. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Gotta, yeah. You know. Aren't we all? Yeah, aren't we all? Aren't we all? Uh, you know, I was thinking after Mayor of Easttown was done, and I was kind of prepping for this episode, and I was looking at all of the other, like, mini-series, for example, you know, limited series that would potentially be nominated for Emmys, and I thought, oh, no, are we on, like, a mayor high? And then as it gets closer, sure. it's going to fade. It's like, well, you know, you know, I, was it really that good? Like, are people going to kind of sour on it? Is it going to be kind of, is it going to become more of the SNL, you know, murder dirter sketch? You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, I don't, I don't think so. I hope I, not. I hope not. Yeah. Because I think I read, was it on IMDb or maybe somewhere else that like, like moment, like the momentum of Mayor of Easttown was like so ravenous by like the finale that like the HBO Max like app crashed or the mm-hmm. website crashed so that's saying something and like if i really i'm sure we'll talk about this in like just a moment but like if i was to compare you know um uh the queen's gambit to mayor of east town you know what i mean like it's like the queen's gambit feels like forever ago at this point yeah i mean that's so folks you know is that a limited series yes. or a drama series sorry to interrupt you no that, that is so. that is considered part of a limited series okay uh and folks just for context all the reason we're talking about all this is because uh we're starting to dive into some of the emmys predictions uh the 2021 mm. emmys i don't even know when they happen so i this may all be very early but uh but there are certainly still there are people you know talking about what shows what performances may potentially be considered and there was a part of me that was like the Queen's Gambit. Didn't we already go through an award season with the Queen's Gambit? Yeah. Like, they're it's like Breaking Bad. Yeah. Yeah. There's kind of an element of like some of these shows that are getting and performances getting nominated. I'm like, oh, I thought we, I thought we just went through all this. I feel like the only difference is Shit's Creek isn't on the list anymore. You know? Yeah. I was just, I was fully expecting to see them, and I was like, oh yeah, I guess they're not. Uh, to answer your question though, the Emmys are September 19th. So. Oh. They are- okay. No, they're not, coming. All right, they are. They're actually coming sooner than I thought. Wow. Uh, yeah. Well, great. Then I don't feel like all of this is such a you know a shot in the dark. Yeah, it's the next show. It yeah. is the next one. But uh, yeah, it's you know I I think with much like with the Oscars, the Emmy nominations certainly in the categories that we're excited by, it's it's always and I'm hoping to make it less and less of a mix of things I have and have not seen, you know, and, and that obviously informs things, you know, because it's like, for example, before I saw the flight attendant, I would have continued to turn up my nose of like, Oh, what's Callie Cuoco doing? You know? And now I'm like, Oh, I'll tell you what Callie Cuoco is doing. I think she's maybe winning an Emmy. (laughs) Yes, I know. I was surprised to see her at the not surprised. I shouldn't even say that. Like, like some gold derby stats that like she's pretty significantly above at this point. Everyone else, uh, and good for her. Good for. Her. I mean, I'll tell you. You know, that was kind of the the the, the challenge. You know, when uh, Catherine O'Hara was just sweeping the the category, yeah. and God bless her. But it it did mean that like okay, this is everyone else is just going to be a nominee and i just and you haven't seen the flight attendant yet right i haven't oh that i think you you could easily you and keon could easily binge that you know whatever time you know you guys were spending on mayor of east town you could now replace with the flight attendant 
Um, he's actually watched it. He oh. finished it like super quick. Oh, yeah, great. So he watched it without me, but I, I, you know, gave him permission. Yeah. I think he just started it one random night. I think it's a, not that he needs permission. No, but it, it is, it is nice to watch things together, but sure, uh, yeah. I think it's a show, Keon, if you're listening, I think it's a show you could watch twice. Um, or you yeah. could just watch it and you guys, I mean, I, I can't tell you how to live your life. You know, you guys have been together six years. You don't need me to tell you how to watch TV shows and catch up on them together. Uh, yeah, but, uh, it's, it is so worth seeing. I think for a lot of the same things we were queening out about with mayor of Easttown, the lady acting, it, not just Kelly Cuoco, all of the women in mayor in the flight attendant are so good. Yeah. I, I, I am. Uh, willing to watch it. I was trying to think of something clever to say, but uh, yeah, I'm. I think it's time. I think I could, especially since she's getting, or at least has so much momentum and really kind of is the front runner at this point. I I think, and I don't remember how many episodes there were, but uh, I don't. I somewhere less than ten. But I blew through the flight attendant. Like it just. Nice. This was a nonstop flight. It was wah wah wah. Uh, <laughs> so I would recommend it, especially since she is getting so much press. Um, yeah. and, and expectations of winning the Emmy. I, uh, the point being like, it feels good kind of thinking, yeah, I can get together with that. That doesn't feel ridiculous, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I, I am excited actually at this point. It took me a while, but I think I could definitely get that done. Yeah. I, I'm telling you it's, uh, I've just been, I've been on this kick where I am, I'm watching so many things. I am. Oh, I gosh, just, I can only imagine. Oh, it's because anyone who doesn't know, I, I quit my day job, uh, you know, about two weeks ago now. And I, you know, it's funny. I was thinking, oh, I'm going to take a few months off and then I'll figure out what I want to do. And I'm like, now, by the time this episode comes out, I'll be about two weeks in. And I'm kind of like, all right, I'm getting stagnant. What am I doing? You know, like there's a little bit of that. Yes. You know, granted, I've sure, still been, but... you know, doing a ton of podcasting, but it's like, oh, I could just lay on the couch and watch movies every day if I want right now, uh, you know? A dream. A dream. It's it's great. And so, um, so yeah, I'm just kind of like watching everything. And I'll tell you, it's once you, once you get into that groove of like, instead of like, oh, I'm going to put it on the list and then maybe I'll watch it. Once you just start watching things, I'm telling you, your whole life opens up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh so hard. But yeah, I mean... It sounds delicious. It really does. I, um, I, I was, I'm thinking, I'm looking on Do- uh, Gold Derby right now, too, and I mean, not far behind Kaylee Cuoco is, is our gal Jean Smart, I'm assuming for Hacks, if we're talking yep. about like lead, you know, leading actress in a comedy series. And I know, I'm, I'm assuming Hacks is not over yet, I'm imagining, but since you've seen both or, you know, the majority of Hacks up until this point, um, what are your thoughts? How do you feel about that? you know, them going toe to toe. So by the time this episode comes out, the season finale of hacks will be out. Um, oh, okay. They, they released two episodes a week on Thursdays. It was just like, they cranked hacks out, uh, which I thought was such an interesting, and I don't know the yeah. reasoning behind this, but the middle ground between here's all the episodes at once to binge on a weekend versus like pacing it out, you know, over a period of time. Like this was such a middle ground of, well, here's two episodes a week, you know, um, yeah. here's a little bit of both. And uh, I really enjoyed Hacks. I think it was a show that got better with each episode and richer with each episode. I think it is such a great performance by Gene Smart. I just think it, it's so good. I, and it's so hard to compare, but Gene Smart is, is just... I wouldn't be surprised if she won just because this role is so... like It, it just feels like a role Singular. that someone wins an Emmy yeah. for. But yeah, yeah. I'll tell you, Callie Cuoco is working her ass off in The Flight Attendant. And if I had not seen both shows, I would say, oh, Callie Cuoco of The Big Bang Theory versus Gene Smart of Gene Smart. Uh, (laughs) There's no competition here. And I'll tell you, no, it is stiff competition just between the two of them. Because I love that. Callie Cuoco, it was one of those examples. It was kind of like, in a way, watching you know, Kate Winslet and Mayor of Easttown of like, God, you are working so hard right now. Mm-hmm. It just, mm-hmm. I, you know, I love it. So uh, I don't know. To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if Gene Smart won, but part of me would be so happy if Callie Cuoco got recognized 
for just how surprisingly great she was in the flight attendant. I wish I could weigh in, but I, I obviously trust and will most likely agree with everything that you just said. So I'm, I'm excited to get on board. I'm, I don't know why I'm putting off hacks. I can't. I don't either. What's, yeah. What is that? Let's dig into that. (laughs) Why do shows go on your list and then they don't go into you? Keon's gotten the blame for this and I don't think it's Keon's fault. Maybe I've been watching too much of in treatment, but let's dig into this. I know. I could picture you talking to Marco late at night and like, Marco, he just won't watch it. He just watch it. He he says he will. He puts it on a list. He says he wants to. I don't know what he's watching. You know, it's like uh, that line uh, last week on the best supporting. It, it might be nice. It might you know, be nice. To watch the show. It might be nice. You know, <laughs> to quote Ju- to quote Amy Adams and Junebug. I don't know what he's thinking. You know. Like. Oh yes, I know. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I don't have. Um, maybe it's how you felt about you know Ma Rainey's Black Bottom. Like you mm. knew it's probably going to be really good, but I just haven't got there yet. I don't know. That's a that's a lame excuse. I don't yeah, know. But, I'm, uh, I'm, yeah. But I'm because I at least hit play here. on it. I at least yes. tried to watch it. You just hit play. That's your it, new. Just, just hit do play. It. Yeah. Just hit play. There were so many things where I was like, I'm just gonna hit play. I'm just gonna play and see what happens. What if I like it? And more often than not, I'm trying to think. There was something I I did a just hit play on recently, and I was like, oh, that was great. Oh, you know what it was? It was this um, it was this Spanish show called Veneno. That was all about oh, this. Yeah, I yeah. Heard a lot of great things about Veneno. And I yeah. heard so many good things about Veneno. And then she was kind of a, a runway theme, and, and someone from the show was a guest on Drag Race España this past week. And so I was like, oh, I should oh, probably nice. watch an episode. And it's on HBO Max, and you can either watch it in Spanish with subtitles or it's dubbed. And normally I don't like dubbing, but it was actually really good dubbing. Um, it was, I only watched one episode so far, but it was so good. And I was like, why was I sitting on this? Like, what yeah. What did I think was going to happen, you know? Um, so just I would say play. just hit play and commit to 10 minutes, you know? Okay. Like, 10 minutes into the flight attendant or Hacks. Oh, I know I'm going to be, yeah. Yeah, you're not going to want to turn it off. And Hacks is like, if you need, it's like less than a half hour. So, oh, Hacks is a half hour show. Hacks is short, and the flight attendant's oh, like 42 my minutes. Gosh. Well, yeah, then I'm in. Yeah, I'm in. Oh, yeah. by the way, Hacks, less than a half hour. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I, I should have led with that. I didn't know that. Yeah, I mean, look who you're talking to here. Yeah, uh, um, yes, well, consider you know, my I've scanned my boarding pass for I don't know, the flight attendant, <laughs> you know, insert. <laughs> Well, you're in the priority boarding line, so yes, you better. Yes, there we go. Yeah, so uh, you know, I'm excited don't... for that. Yeah. Um, there was uh, I've in, in conjunction with uh, you know, our our gold derby sort of comparisons because that's honestly where I got a lot of the info too. There's, you know, how sometimes on Google things will just pop up for you. Most of the time, mine's like, "What's Ann Dowd up to?" It's of just course. like these articles, yeah. And one of them was like our dream Emmy predictions for t- uh, 2021, and for lead comedy, lead comedy, lead actress in a comedy series, Kaylee Cuoco is of course on there. Um, Gene Smart for Hacks is on there. But one of them that just got me really excited because it's just fun to dream it was Maya Erskine. And I was oh. like, oh, how yeah. great would that be? How great to have Maya and like maybe Anna and supporting like in our own dream Emmys. You know what I mean? Like it just got me really excited. So yeah, ugh. they they each pop up on some of the <clears throat> the expert lists on yeah. um, Gold Derby. And my question is, why why is Maya popping up more than Anna? Because I find that to be an impossible decision. I think they yes. are both. Yes. I mean, you know, I don't know. Maybe we talked about this. I think that Maya, her performance is a little bit louder and a little bit more mm-hmm. ridiculous. And Maya is a little bit more ridiculous. But Anna is the nuance of Anna. Like, it's undeniable yeah. it's i don't know it's really hard i i often think of you know i think of like abby and alana on broad city too it's like mm-hmm. i'd probably lean towards alana but abby's great too it's just like right. sort of like i would love to see both of them nominated in like separate categories just so they're not competing against each other but again that is you know tvline.com's dream list you <laughs> know they got it right so I was I I'll, I'll refer to them a couple more times as we talk about the categories, but that made me excited. It just made me excited even to like 
to know that people out there are appreciating Pen15 mm-hmm. as much as we are. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it just, it feels like, oh, good. There's, like, a recognition that this is a good show. Like, it's just that awful fear that someone's going to one day tell me, oh, yeah, it got canceled. They're not going to have a third season, oh, you know? I know. I know. I mean, like, where is the second half of our second season? It's May. I know. I know they just had babies. That is not my, true. that is not my true. issue. Yeah. Um, but I am also seeing, and this is one I think you can speak to, but I did see Renee Elise Goldsberry's name pop yes. up for Girls 5 Eva, which I have not watched yet, and you have. Um, so that was an exciting uh, inclusion. Yeah, I'm super excited for her. It's like, it's such an ensemble show to, like, you know, they're just kind of like the core, you know, women in the girl group. But like, I, I and, and again, I've only watched the pilot. So like, I, mm-hmm. I, I have very limited... My scope is, you know, limited, but I will say that like Renee Elise Goldsberry, you know, I'm always rooting for her, but I was like, oh, she's, this is perfectly cast, perfectly written and perfectly executed. Like it, it is catering to all of her strengths and really just like a kooky sort of Jenna Maroney type, but like with some layers there too. So I, I can see the draw and especially coming off, off, of, uh, off of Hamilton, you know, it's, I'm uh, I'm happy to see it. Yeah. All right. I'm well, I mean, in the conversation. Yeah. Same. Like that's that's definitely a show that I want to get in my in my catalog. Yeah. Um, in terms of supporting actress in a comedy, I mean, speaking of performances, I need to get in my catalog. I guess I just need to watch Ted Lasso, and just because literally almost every you know yes. uh, expert has predicted, and I think she's already won a number of awards, but Hannah Waddingham uh, yep. for best you know supporting actress in a comedy. And at this point, I'm I'm like, okay, I bet it's great. Like, I bet it's the same way where if I hadn't seen Schitt's Creek and everyone was saying Annie Murphy as Alexis is the one to watch, I'd be like, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. I'll check it out. You know, having no idea. And so I'm assuming it's a similar level of like, oh, you have no idea. You know? Yeah, I think it's it's just a matter of us pulling the trigger on it. And I, it, I, I think that... Um... My trainer has been trying to get me to watch it for months, and I, I think it's just saying yes. Again, just press play. Just press play. Um, yeah, I, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to just fucking press play, and by next episode, I'll have watched some Ted Lasso, I promise. Nice. and Because I feel like also it's like leaning towards Jason. Not that we're talking about the men today, but I feel like it's going to be another Jason Sudeikis win. Mm-hmm. Um, another one that I saw on TVLine.com that I got excited was uh, was for Paula Pell for Girls 5 Eva. Mm-hmm. I would love... It just seems sort of like the the Emmy equivalent of like a career Oscar. You know what I mean? Like she's been behind the scenes and yeah, she was in 30 Rock and like a whole bunch of other things, you know, uh, in front of the camera, but mostly behind. And I just, I love her so much. And she has that Melissa McCarthy energy that I, I'm excited to see more of in Girls 5 Eva whenever I continue. So I'm, I'm hoping she sticks around. That would be fun. Yeah, that's kind of, you know, probably the biggest draw for me right now going into Girls 5 Eva is I just want to see Paula Pell and and Renee Elise Goldsberry. But it's kind of like, you know, I'm sure I'll fall in love with the rest of it once I'm there. But that's what's going to get me in the door. Yeah. It's Um, super fun. And and that's our favorite. I mean, that's one of my favorite categories, supporting actress in a comedy series. I feel like it's just like gay catnip. So it's like it's crazy that we're not watching Ted Lasso. So I'm excited. My question, because of this category, which I totally agree, I think this is such gay catnip, uh, is the, the, the only gayer catnip is supporting actress in a limited series or, you know, movie. You know what I mean? Like, yes. that's so yes. gay. But, <laughs> you know, within the, co- the supporting actress in a comedy, there's a lot of nominations for Saturday Night Live. And obviously that's not the first yeah. time that's happened, but it's, there's a, a good number of them uh, in sort of the predictions for this year. And my question to you is... How do you, how do you feel about SNL performers getting nominated? Like, how does that read for you? I think it's honestly, it's like I feel in general, like my gut reaction is like yes, because there. If you think about it, there's so much more that they have to do, and, mm-hmm. and at the same time, and like I feel like in general, like I feel the early ones that I at least I remember, I was like always rooting for Amy Poehler because she was nominated like every year, and then like uh, I feel. I mean, I feel like all the Emmys that, like, Amy Poehler could have won went to, like, Kate McKinnon. And I feel like, in ways, it's not as respected or revered as much as, like, something that's, like, in a traditional sort of, like, scripted 
television show, I guess. And mm-hmm. that is the big difference because, like, I mean, I mean, but I mean, SNL is scripted. What am I saying? But like, I, I just feel like it, it should almost be in its own category. But I don't know where else I would put it. Right. Uh, this is kind of like word salad right now. But those, those are my initial thoughts. I'm, I'm, I'm in general, in general, excuse me. I'm pretty excited to see the SNL gals pop up because they are great. I. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, like you make a good point, and I think that's very true. Is like they. There is so much work they have to do. They're playing multiple yeah. characters every episode. Like it's, you know, yeah, and and it's yeah, just recognizing like that level of work I think is is valuable. And they are oftentimes so funny or so impactful in ways that some of these other performances don't ever hit those heights. You know, and yeah. so I think I think it is worth the recognition. But I think to your point it almost feels like there should be a different category, but I don't even know who else would be in that category. It just, it feels like a different thing that I'm, I guess in, I guess in a way it's like, how do you compare Rosie Perez and the flight attendant to Kate McKinnon and Saturday night live? Like where, yeah. how do you compare any performance? Right. But like, yep. it's just so different, uh, you know, format wise that I, I think it's kind of like, well, what are we what are we nominating or awarding somebody for you know what i mean um yeah so because you could say that like well kate mckinnon does a ton of work on snl she plays a ton of different characters like blah 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 or you could say yeah but you know rosie perez or hannah waddingham or whoever like you know creates like this one real or you know contributes to this one really great character with all these nuances and and whatnot and like emotional heights and peaks that like is its own kind of work and its own kind of impact that it just feels like two different ways of approaching the same category. Yeah. If anything, like I feel like SNL, a nomination for an SNL actress or actor really is like the truest form of like comedy. Cause there mm. really isn't any room for, I don't want to say for nuance. Cause comedy of course is like, it takes skill, but they're not going to be able to have like, you know, Alexis in the diner talking to Ted and Shit's Creek mm-hmm. moment. You know, there's mm-hmm. not room for that. It's like, and nowadays I feel like there's such a push, like even, I mean, the flight attendant, comedy, drama, somewhere in between, you know, like the orange is the new black sort of like really kind of, or like transparent, like TV shows like that, that really have a full range of like emotions and sort of like different tones, like depending on like what the situation is, where you, where you just don't, get that on SNL but that's not necessarily a bad thing it's just like that's comedy is it like what would SNL compete with though you know mm-hmm. what I mean like right. maybe black lady sketch show or right something like right that. I don't it's know like, it's a very limited you know uh sort of other category of other potential nominees because yeah I mean for example the flight attendant I I would not consider it a comedy I mean it, it has yeah lighter moments but it has some real heavy moments and some real yeah. dark moments that it's like you know i i guess you know you can't put it in the dramatic category because you know yeah you... the crown is going to take all those it's going to take all those emmys so yeah um i guess to give hard. it a fighting chance yeah, yeah. but um yeah it's just you know something i noticed just like huh the uh the snl, SNL nominations always feel justified but also like a little weird yeah it's like not you don't quite fit but also like because by by the logic we're talking to it's like it's if if they're doing so much then they should win every time they're nominated you know or maybe just have like an emmy every year that goes to an snl cast member sure just have it it's just for snl cast member award yeah yeah um yeah uh yeah so the, there's that there's that there's that idea we we could we could pitch that idea it's like hey yes. what if you guys just did your own thing you know yeah. uh now on the topic of if you will if i if you wouldn't mind me moving to to drama yes please uh convince me to watch the crown like the crown i think as much as where i'm queening out about you know hacks and the flight attendant like shows that you haven't seen you've seen the most recent season of the crown and I, I need someone to make a case for why. I mean, beyond the fact that, like, they're sweeping all of the awards in all of the categories, yeah. like, give me an entry point to, like, here's why you're going to love season four of The Crown. <sighs> I'm thinking of what, how to answer that question because I know it's not, 
it's not made for a Colin Drucker. You know what I mean? So we're, we're That's fighting fair. that. That's we're fair. We're fighting that. And I think you'll admit to that, which is also fine. I mean, it's very true. Yeah. You know, like those types of things, even like, you know, I almost threw Bridgerton in there, but that's kind of its own thing. Right. Um, I think in general, the reason why I was so interested in season four was like the whole Princess Diana storyline. It's something that, you know, both of us like grew up with. Granted, I was in middle school when it happened too. But if anything, it was just like, yeah, what was all that about? Because I was kind of too young to notice or not notice because it was everywhere, of course. But like what really went on? And it is juicy. Like as far Mm. as like the way that you thought she was treated and what actually happened. And of course, you could probably piece that together by yourself you know, just being in America for the past year or like in the world, really. But I think um, Emma Corrin is great. I I really think that she's like her performance. It's interesting because I think she would probably be in lead actress competing with Olivia Coleman, too. But like, it's such an ensemble show, to be honest. Like, I wouldn't call her lead actress, but it is what season four of The Crown is is about mm-hmm. and it's like you probably see her enough obviously to categorize her in that lead actress category i guess but um olivia coleman is great Gillian anderson is like I, again i, I it's, it's like a, a healthy combination of like camp and like prestige acting <laughs> you know it's, right. it's really great um who's the guy who plays uh prince charles he's so delicious and i can't remember his name right now oh um, he he's great is, um josh o'connor yeah he's mm-hmm. great and so handsome and so talented and a lot of his scenes are obviously with uh, emma corin and they they make a really good pair i and i just love that shit like i just love english dramas like i'm a downton abbey bitch and <laughs> i love yeah and i to be honest but i never watched any prior season of the crown up until this season i will say so um, but once I was in that sort of world, I was like, oh, yeah, give it to me. Because it's it's captivating. I, I do like it. So, I, But I don't know. I don't know if that's enough to sell you. But I, well, I'm trying to think of how many episodes there are. I'll stop, though. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I, you know, I, because I had watched some of season three, and it was good. It was Olivia Coleman's first season, and it was good. But I, I think I... It was a little bit of work to kind of stay intrigued. It's, subtle. it's yeah. yeah, it was like really subtle. Whereas maybe season four, maybe there's a little bit more for me to get excited by. And I really, I want to be. It's like there's so many times I'll watch something again just to have it in the catalog, just to be able to say I I know what that is. I've seen that, you know. And mm-hmm. for me, Jillian Anderson, her performance would be would fall into that category of like I just want to see what this because you know on gold derby for example every single expert prediction is that she's gonna win and she's won Mm -hmm. i think every single award she can win for this this category in this role so i mean it stands to reason she's gonna win you know the emmy as well and i guess i just want to know uh what everyone is so you know coco for cuckoo poops about you know yeah i think it's just like the perfect storm of like Jillian Anderson, we never give her... Did they ever give her an Emmy for X-Files? I don't know. But maybe it's like kind of making up for that. And like it's... She's peaking at the right time. She's always done good work. And um, she really is great. Like she is. Like it's... Well, I feel like she... kind of pitch perfect. Go ahead. I was going to say, I think... I feel like she... Because it's like she was... uh, I feel like she's she's American, but she like has lived in... Like she... She was born in the U.S., but she's lived in the U.K. Like, she's someone who's, like, sometimes British and sometimes American is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) I think I read that. And, like, when she was doing, like, press, she would, like, amp up, you know, the the English accent, which is interesting. Yeah. And I just feel like she is – Gillian Anderson is in her – is British these days. And I feel like since she's been British, she's just been like, cause she was in this other show, the, uh, I think the fall, that was the show she yes, was in a few years ago. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. I feel like she's been in a few things recently. Uh, yeah. Sex education. Like, um, Oh, there was an all about Eve where she played Marco Channing. When did that happen? Whoa. In 2019. Where was I? What coma was I in? Um, was that like a TV made for television thing or better, like a play? I better put my glasses on oh for this Marco. Oh, my God. What is this? Uh, oh, oh. Tell oh. Me. K- 
can I watch this? I wanted it's gonna be one of those things that like we want to watch but can't find it anywhere. Oh, so this was it was, and I think this is supposed to, or eventually supposed to come to Broadway. Um, it was one of those National Theater Live filmed productions, mm. which uh, I saw Gillian Anderson in in Streetcar Named Desire, which yes, was doing the same thing. But this, all about Eve, uh, was directed by this guy Evo Van Hove, who does these like really sort of operatic interpretations of things. Uh, oh, I would love to track this down because it's. Lily James playing Eve Harrington, Gillian Anderson playing Margot Channing. And I'm just going to there's any other names that we know. Um, no, but okay. Well, I'm going to track this down. Uh, yeah. Right. Or if listeners, if you know a way to get it, send yeah. it on over. The yeah. BSA pod at gmail.com. Yeah. Uh, but point being that Gillian Anderson, I feel like she is, um, she's having a moment, you know? Yeah, I'm I would say that's it's probably, you know, it's it's probably going to be hers, but I'm I'm wondering what the women of the Handmaid's Tale have to say about that. You know what I mean? There's so many It's really I was thinking about it today. It's such a shame that we don't watch that show or that I, I don't know. watch that show because like obviously we love Anne and there's so many other like supporting women in that cast that is that are just incredible and should get the attention that they deserve um uh but i it's it hurts my heart to watch that show i I get really anxious i watch season one and then you know keon watches it and he fills me in and that's kind of like been our exchange yeah (laughs) that's how relationships work is like here i'll watch it and i'll tell you uh yeah i completely agree with you i wish that i i feel the exact same way is it just hurts to watch handmaid's tale it's a very tense show it, it like i feel like i i've watched maybe the first episode and i was like i can't put like i kept thinking it's not gonna get any better in terms of like positive outcomes for a while like this is just gonna be not good for a long time and it yeah it from what i can glean is like as the seasons go on it just gets more and more like oh my god now this jesus Mm -hmm. and i I just can't you know i'll watch the the aunt lydia episode just so i can see and doubt and i'll just you know google what i don't understand but i hear you it's full of women. I mean, in terms of the the Emmy predictions, you know, Samira Wiley shows up on the list. Yeah. Uh, Yvonne Strahos- Strahovski uh, shows up on the list. Um, yeah. You know, Even it- um, on TV line, Madeline Brewer, who I know you don't know, but she plays, I, I can't remember her name within the show, but she, she always has an eye patch because she mouthed off to uh, Aunt Lydia in like season one and got her eye like scooped out. So there's oh, that. God. Oh, see, like that alone. I'm like, I don't want to watch a show where someone at some point gets their eye scooped out. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they don't show it, but you know, you hear the screams as she comes back. You know, an yeah. hour later, wearing an eye patch. You know, it's it's something. I don't. But she's need... great too. Yeah, yeah. I uh, I I think in my you know uh, in my free time, I don't think I'm going to put myself through watching Handmaid's Tale. It'll be something maybe. Five, ten years from now, I'll watch it and be like, oh, my God, has anyone seen this show? It was yeah. so good. Um, yes. But maybe, you know, the, the crown, maybe I'll I'll <laughs> give it a go. Um, yeah. But uh, so that's the that's the the drama category uh, mm-hmm. in terms of thoughts and predictions. Uh, I, for me, the only other category I really want to talk about, with, of course, is uh actress and best supporting actress in a limited series or Mm -hmm. tv movie um and this brings up i think you know the really i mean i think one of the hardest questions is and it doesn't even just come down to kate winslet and michaela cole for me it does but for a lot of people anya taylor joy is still very much in in the running and and even in the lead in some cases but i was thinking about this of like how can you, like, Kate Winslet and Michaela Cole, like, poured themselves into these shows and were so much more than just the actress. They are, like, you know, the beating heart of these shows. And they're huge accomplishments and incredible characters and incredible stories and performances. They're just so fucking good. How would anyone choose between the two of these? You know what I mean? Yeah. Give I can't. Both of them. Give it to both or- of them. Yeah, is Anya Taylor-Joy gonna... I thought this is where you were going, like, to for Anya Taylor-Joy, who was great. I know you have, like... 
I wouldn't say conflicting feelings, but I know that wasn't your favorite performance of the year, even though you liked Anya Taylor-Joy. And yes. I, I, I just, it, but I, I would agree with you in saying, like, she doesn't have the range. Like, I just think that um, <laughs> she does. But like that, that character is not Mayor of Easttown. It's, it's right. not. And it's not Michaela Cole. And Michaela Cole, we said it once, we said it like she deserves her fleabag moments. I don't know if she's going to get it, but I... I hope she gets something. If it's writing, I, I just don't know. But like yeah. that, it's a hard one to choose between her, Michaela Cole and Kate Winslet. It's really hard. Yeah, I mean, I, I hate that they're together. And it was recent that was it. Michaela Cole was it the the Baftas? The, oh yeah, she the TV the awards. She swept yes. them. So she got her flea bag moment at least there, where she got like yeah. every category she swept, which was great. Um, but yeah, I want the same thing here. It it was such a. It's just, it's so funny because it's like, I think of Mayor of Easttown and I May Destroy You, two totally different shows that are equally huge accomplishments. Mm -hmm. And we're saying so much more than what the, even the main plot line was. And, yeah. you know, just, I don't know, just really incredible achievements that uh, it, it it's kind of like it, it makes these award shows ridiculous. Because it's like, you've gotten down to the point where like, you have to choose between the two of these? Like, this is ridiculous. Like, there is no best. We're all better for it because both of them exist. That's what it I is. Know. You know what I mean? Yes. Ugh, it is. And then it there's so tough. the Queen's Gambit, which, yeah, I mean, I, you know, I, I really liked her performance, but I totally agree with you. I, If you're stacking the three of them up, you know, not even considering you know, Elizabeth Olsen in WandaVision, which I feel like yeah. is kind of the other, you know, and and uh, I have not seen the Underground Railroad, but I feel like that's, uh, you know, that's showing up on a lot of lists as well. And uh, Thuso Mbedu, um, I just watched a trailer for it, so I don't know much about the Underground Railroad, but it looks like, it looks like a lot. Um, yeah. But it's just like, not even considering those performances, it's like, if I was just looking at Kate, Anya, and Michaela, it's like, Anya, even you would agree that, like, you're outranked this year. You know what I mean? She's yeah. such a good actress, but it's Kate yes. Winslet and Michaela Cole, you know? Yeah, but is is the vote for, like, Michaela and Kate going to split it and then Anya gets it? You know, it's like all that stuff right. that, like, like... Yeah. I mean, and I, and I think, you know, and I'm not even, you know, it's all these other performances. Like, for example, Elizabeth Olsen and WandaVision, a show mm -hmm. that... I haven't, I didn't jump on the bandwagon. I didn't watch yeah, it. Same. But I feel like now, between, I mean, everyone, you know, has had obviously tons to say about it. But I think between her performance and then obviously Catherine Hahn, I almost feel like, yeah. you know, in the gayest category possible of supporting actress in a limited series or, or movie, um, I, I feel like I have to watch WandaVision and include that as part of the conversation, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but it's, uh, no, I'm just I'm just taking I don't know. it all in, too, because yeah. there is there's a lot to watch. It's like I can't weigh in on everything. But, you know, the ones I'm most excited for are, you know, that I'm rooting for are Kate and Michaela. And I I hate that they're in the same category because like but I also feel like I have maybe it's just like the circles that I run in. But like people aren't talking about I May Destroy You, unfortunately. Right. As much as they're talking about Mare of Easttown or even, um, you know, the Queen's Gambit, too. It's like a commercial, like a commercial success versus like an artistic achievement. And right. Mare right. of Easttown kind of has both. Um, and, you know, it's popular on this podcast. Uh, I may destroy you, but like, I don't know others who are talking about it. Obviously, people are, but I don't know. I, I want it to be more of. It's, it's heavy, point. too. Yeah, I it's don't know. It's a good point. I think Mayor of Easttown and the Queen's Gambit as shows are more accessible. People With Queen's Gambit, it was like, oh, even if you don't like chess, you're going to love this. In Mayor yes. of Easttown, it was like, oh, you know, this is going to be, you're going to see, you know, Kate with this accent. Like, there was, there were really, like, low stakes ways to enter the show, whereas I May Destroy You, it's like, well, so she gets raped. You know, it's like, that's episode one. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's like it's it's such heavy themes and i think um and i you know I, I i there's probably something to be said as well for like i don't know what emmy voters what you know demographics are whatever but sure. there's also that element of like michaela cole is also telling 
a black story. She's also telling mm-hmm. a story that maybe a lot of like stodgy old white, you know, voters might be like, uh, I don't really, I don't feel, I don't feel comfortable with this. And I'm just, you know, uh, I have no idea, but I think that, you know, when you, I, I think we're seeing a lot more diversity in nominations and in recognition yeah. this year in the past couple of years, certainly, but it's a factor to consider. I mean, I think that's people are talking about that with the golden globes now of like, yeah. well, the people who were doing the voting were not, particularly diverse and so it is at least worth putting that same lens on any other award season of like okay but we're talking about the shows but the other half of an award show is who's doing the voting you know yeah i mean it it was kind of just like the elephant in the room it's like what's different about the queen's gambit and mayor of east like there's a big difference and it shouldn't matter but it does especially when the voters are the people that are voting on this too and it's like I, I at least need to see that show nominated because I'm hoping that by it being nominated and like some buzz being generated about the people, more people will find out about it. Even if, the, if, even if she doesn't win, which I hope she does, but I, I don't know. And my, my gut says she probably wouldn't win for acting. It's not going to win best drama series or a limited series. I'm hoping for some sort of writing, but yeah. maybe it will. I mean, wouldn't that be incredible? You know, who knows? I mean, remember that time Anthony Hopkins won an Oscar for Best Actor? Oh, my God. <laughs> you never know. Uh, yeah. But ultimately, I mean, I guess at least between I May Destroy You and Mayor of Easttown, whether it be for limited series or leading actress, I think I will be happy either way and for different reasons depending on who wins and a little disappointed yeah. either way depending on who loses. So, um you know, that's kind of what it comes down to. I think, you know, in terms of the, uh, you know, supporting actress in a limited series or movie, I mean, uh, it seems to me that Julianne Nicholson is getting some press or is, is certainly on the list. Um, but I, for the most part, what I've seen is really Catherine Hahn um, and even Mariel yeah. Heller being kind of like strong contenders. Mariel Heller. I mean, Mariel Heller. That is surprising. As much as I, I know that I know that you weren't like a, a fan, you were like, all right, there she is in the Queen's yeah, Gambit. But I guess I have um, to rewatch it because everyone is just losing their like you're not alone in this of like, oh, this performance. And I was like, yeah, no, it's 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 good. Yeah, I would not rank her. I mean, I'm looking at Gold Derby right now. I would not have put her right behind Catherine Hahn. That to me is very surprising. But uh, you know that that Netflix money is is helping her out because their campaigns are happening and maybe you know it's I I don't know I I can't even begin to like imagine how that works. It was on Netflix, wasn't it? Uh yeah, the Queen's, Queen's Gambit, Gambit was on Netflix. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um but the other part of that too is like where is Julianne Nicholson? Like that makes me very sad right now or just right. nervous. If she it, didn't get nominated, I don't know what I would do. Yeah, I feel like at the very least to get nominated, I just think it's such a great example of a of a supporting female role. It, it it's just so good. And Jean Smart is certainly, you know, I'd be happy to see her nominated. I'm more, I'd, I'd be happier to see her win for Hacks than and Mayor of Easttown, um, but only because that would be at Julianne Nicholson's expense. Mm-hmm. At the same time, uh, uh, I'm I think it's Warut. Waruche Opia um, from yeah, I yeah. May Destroy You. I'm happy to see yes. her get recognized. Yes. And I'll tell you, even though I haven't seen WandaVision yet, the idea of Catherine Hahn winning, it sort of falls in that category of like, oh, I wouldn't have normally expected that. I kind of love the nuance of that, you know? Um, yeah. There's something about that that I find kind of charming, even having not seen the show. Um, but I don't know. I mean, I, I kind of... I feel like I need to see small acts. I need to see Letitia Wright and and mm-hmm. small acts. She, John Boyega, like I feel like that show has yeah. gotten so many nominations and wins, and I just have no fluency uh, other than knowing it's like an anthology of movies um, about. I think it's yeah. about it's set in like London in the sixties through the eighties, and it's all about the West Indian community in London. So, um, no, no, but. Yeah, I, that's kind of, you know, in terms of, like, informing my decision. It's like, well, I should probably watch some of Small Axe and then make a call from there. Yeah, I think so, too. I 
are we are we seeing something that maybe others aren't seeing in Julianne Nicholson? Like, is it just because we're so honed in on it? And are we really only going to get a nomination for Gene Smart? That's what I'm, I'm worried know. about. Or maybe I don't know what it is either because... I'd be disappointed if if Julianne Nicholson didn't get nominated. But I think you made a good point when we talked about the episode uh, in our, our main episode is that Gene Smart is kind of like the performance your mom would remember, whereas she yeah. might not remember Julianne Nicholson as Laurie, whereas that's like right up our alley. And, and for a lot of people, is like right up their alley. And so I think it's kind of like, again, who's doing the voting? Who's, you know, what what do people get excited about? Because I do think there is something really subtle about Julianne Nicholson through yeah. most of the show that could just feel like, yeah, it was a great performance, but is it like nominatable, you know? Uh, whereas yeah. Gene Smart is I like... Mean, the answer is yes, yeah. The answer is yes. The answer is very much yes. Whereas Gene Smart has a little bit showier of a role throughout the show, you know? It kind of reminds me, again, I keep going back to Hamilton, but it's like the first thing that comes to my mind with like supporting actor at the Tonys that year, how David Diggs won... But Christopher Jackson probably should have won. Mm, you know what I right, mean? Right, right, right. It's like he's mm-hmm. giving the more like grounded, emotional performance. And but it's but less showy. You can't compete yeah. with David Diggs. Like it's yeah. just like something like that. And I mean, both great performances. And in this case, both great performances too. I just, I'm interested in that narrative as we get closer. Like, is it... Is it not going to happen? Like, does Julianne Nicholson need to be in one more sort of big blockbustery show before she starts to get like Emmy nods? You know what I mean? Yeah, there's this other thing. You're not going to compete with Gene Smart. Yeah, right. There's this other thing she's in as well called The Outsider, which I think okay. Cynthia Erivo is in that as well. And I had Ooh, not nice. really uh, dug into that at all, but it looks like that's also another kind of like um, uh, crime drama that, that she has, you know, a primo role in. So, yeah. uh, I don't know. I might just watch that just to, just for the lady acting, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, people talk about that a lot. There's so many actors where it's like, when do they finally pop? When do they finally have that role that everyone can't help but nominate them for? Yeah. And, and I think, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. No. And I don't know if this is going to be it for Julianne Nicholson, but I moving or like, uh, continuing with that logic, like it's, you're describing Catherine Hahn right now. Like, what's that role that's going to make her pop? Yeah, she's been out forever, and yes, it's Catherine Hahn. Absolutely, I totally agree. That I feel like that has been the narrative is that Catherine Hahn is is having a long overdue moment, and yeah, and I love that. I'm yes. all for that. Let it be I known. yeah, yeah. While I haven't seen Wandavision, like I have no problem celebrating <laughs> Catherine Hahn. I think, <laughs> yeah. like this is my kind of like Hollywood actress, you know. Yes, yes, yes. So, so great. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, I'll, I'm gonna watch a little bit of what was the other show I said I was gonna watch. Um, I don't know. So there's some other so thing. So much. I, there was yeah. There's some things I'm gonna watch. Lovecraft oh, Country. You know yeah, what's that? Yeah, Lovecraft Country. What what's going on there? Oh, Ted Lasso. That's what I'm gonna Ted watch. Ted Lasso. I'm gonna there watch some go. Ted Lasso. Maybe I'll watch one of the Small Axe movies. Um, and listeners, should we we should watch Wandavision, right? We should just watch Wandavision, right? Yeah, I maybe it's like that's something that I'm not running. I'd say this, listeners. We've mentioned a lot of things. Maybe we haven't mentioned a, a lot of things that you're like, why aren't they talking about this? So let us know. Yeah. I think that there's uh, there's some shows that we haven't seen. Like we just briefly mentioned Lovecraft Country, but, you know, like there's a lot of great actressing there too. So who knows? I don't right. know. Uh, it just, you know, people talk about like living in New York. There's just like constant FOMO of all the things you're not. It, it, all the fun things happening right now that you're not participating in. And I just, I I now have like supporting actress FOMO. I just knowing that there's so many shows and yeah. movies out there with like lady acting and even some men acting. I, I'll give mm-hmm. them that, but mostly lady acting that I just am going to love. And I just haven't seen them and I, I'm just not seeing them. And um, these are like the profoundly first world problems that I live with. You know, yeah, exactly. Um, profoundly exactly. first world, but <laughs> uh, yeah. So those are just some early thoughts on Emmy nominations and predictions. I'm sure we're going to have a lot more to discuss. Uh, you know, as the summer goes on, I do just want to mention that, like, it's funny, kind of now seeing the undoing pop up in like nominations and nominations for Hugh Grant and for Nicole Kidman. 
I still recommend seeing The Undoing, but as it's aged, how incredibly ridiculous The Undoing is and like silly and campy. Like it is it is aged into something so not bad, but like campy, I think is the yeah, word. Yeah, I mean once yeah, yeah I feel once Mayor of Easttown came out, you're like, oh, this is what I kind of wanted. Right. This is what, this is I, what I was looking for. Yeah. yeah. So um, it, it, the undoing, it's worth it. But there's so many other things that I've been recommending that don't prioritize the undoing. Sure. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm I'm just looking at my some notes that I had taken probably for our main episode, but I'll mention it here. But yeah, uh, I it's just a random thought. Uh, I just wrote. Mare as a Halloween costume. A Mare of Easttown <laughs> Halloween costume. Yes. Uh, I mean... Yeah. I just yeah. put that out there. Interpret that as you will, but a Mare of Easttown Halloween costume. You got a hoagie. I you mean, gotta find those girls, you know? Oh, yes. Those yeah. girls. Um, uh, so anyway. Um, well, all of that, I think, leads us to our final segment of the episode as usual, which is our BSA of the week, in which we out on a performance or an actor or a food or a song or a thing or anything in our lives that is acting as the best supporting actress of our life. Um, so what do you got? Um, I have one runner up and uh, I've mentioned it before. It was a riveting conversation that Colin and I had a couple weeks ago on the best supporting actor show. But specifically today, <laughs> my best supporting actress nominee is my air conditioner once again. Oh, of course. <laughs> it is so hot. And I know that sounds, it's like just the most mundane, dumb thing to say. But like, honestly, I was just, because when you don't have central air, when you're in the room that has air, it's just, it's like walking onto the subway in New York City and you're just like, yes, even though the subway is always gross, it just, ugh, it's just like, it's it's wonderful. So I, I don't want to dwell upon, it. I know yours, you're getting one or you're in the process of getting one. We, we don't want to, we don't have to bore our listeners again, but I know you're excited for it. Yes. I'm it excited is, for you. It is a yes. big deal. It is a very big yeah. deal for anyone who's wondering. I won't go into gross detail. Nick and I already talked about it, but I ended up getting a window unit and not getting a portable air conditioner. Yeah, not a standing. You have not a, to... Yeah, I just, it, it was a last minute thing. And then I was like, no, I think I'm making the right decision. So, um, yeah. So it just got delivered while we were recording our... Well, it's funny because we record, you know, a little peek behind the curtains. We record these episodes earlier in the week and then we post them later in the week. So like... (laughs) Can you imagine? Can you imagine? So by the time you're listening to this, I am... Uh, my the air conditioner in my bedroom has been set up, and nice. I am sleeping peacefully again. So, because yeah. right now I'm just like saltwater taffy in the sun. Like I'm just, <laughs> <laughs> it's just not good, you know. Yeah, oh, uh, I've been there. We've yeah, been like there. the backs of my my knees are just little pools. Oh yeah, that's like the worst. Yeah. yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, How about well, you? Do you have like just one or some nominations for BSA of the week? You know, I have a real BSA of the week, and then one that I'm gonna say is I'm a nominee purely because I just couldn't believe this. So I was doing some digging. I don't know. I got into kind of a rabbit hole, and maybe I was looking into like, oh, I think it's because we were talking about Anne Dowd, and we were talking about that movie Mass that had come out as part of the Sundance oh, yes, Festival. Yes, yes, yes. That, is not has not been released yet, but people who've seen it are like this is and our our favorite TikTok um, huge, huge mammoth films, as mammoth films huge as mammoth yeah, films did a, a a little post of like twenty twenty two best Ugh, supporting they're actresses killing it lately they're killing it yes incredible and so one of the ones you know in that in that lineup was Anne Dowd in this movie called Mass and I was like what is this and so then I dug into it and I was like oh my god. I have to see this yesterday because it's a movie about these two parents, these two sets of parents um, meeting after a school shooting. And Mm -hmm. it's essentially, it almost all takes place in one room. And it's just these four people just navigating this very difficult conversation. And it's uh, It's everything we love, everything. And so, um, and the other mom in it, the other actress in it is Martha Plimpton, who I always kind of liked. And then I saw her in that company revival and I was like, oh, Martha Plimpton's amazing. Oh, yeah, she's great. She's That's incredible. awesome that she's in it. Yeah. I uh, and I it just and so I was like, oh, my God, this looks 
incredible. So I'm yeah. so excited about that. But then I started digging into like, oh, what else is Anne do? And I love Anne Dowd. And then there's a movie that is expected to come out this year uh, called Shoot the Rooster. And it is written and directed by this woman, Stephanie Lang, who is a producer on Veep. (gasps) And I thought, oh, well, that's good. And then I was looking at the cast and I was like, are you kidding me with this cast? I was going to look it up, but you tell me. I'll, I'll tell I'll, you. I'll be in so suspense. all of them are great, but I'm, but, uh, the, but so two of the names are two people I recognize from Veep, Sam Richardson and Timothy Simons are in it. Yes. Uh, yes. so men wise, Henry Winkler is also in it. So good for great. him. Someone named Billy Magnuson, who I don't know, but it looks oh, like he's I know in it. him. Yeah. So he's in it. Yeah. But the women. So first of all, uh, Zoe Chow, who I think has been in a lot of other things lately, but she, what I know her for is she played Shayna on season two of the comeback. She played that production assistant, um, who oh Valerie yells at yes. in the desert. Yeah. Uh, so she's in it. And I just have always loved her from that role. Sure. Sure. Um, Elsie Fisher, who is in eighth grade. Have you ever seen that movie? Eighth grade? No, uh, but I think Amanda Kaczynski yelled at me about that. Oh. like two years ago for not watching it. Yeah. 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 So good. And she's fabulous in that. Um, Oh, and just to give you the plot, sorry, just so you can... So, you're, you're going to love this. It's one sentence. Okay. A family matriarch wants her wants to reunite her family before she passes. Uh, done. Done. Yes. Done. Done. Um, <laughs> so, okay. So it, is, it, is it a comedy? Or comedy not? drama. Comedy oh, drama. Oh, yes. Uh, okay. We also have Casey Wilson. Oh, my God. Yes. Who happy is Endings. Happy Endings. Yes. Happy Endings is a show we SNL need to talk about. SNL for a season. And Another SNL. SNL girl. But yes. uh, liked her on SNL, loved her on Happy Endings. Yeah. Just, Wait, have we talked about Happy Endings? I don't think in length, but or, or at length. But oh my God. that show okay. is so yeah. much funnier and smarter than I think anybody realized. Then yeah. it got canceled, you know? Yeah. Um. So, uh, anyway, Casey Wilson will be in this. Great. Uh, and then we also get, I'm like, where do I, okay. June yes. Squibb is in it. June Squibb. Oh, June Squibb. Great. Is and she then, the matriarch or not? I or don't know. Anne? I don't know okay. yet. But I'm just going to tell you this, that Anne Dowd is also in this. And then there are two other people in this that I have to say at the same time. And then I need you to remember that Anne Dowd, June Squibb, and these two people are in a movie together. So I'm going to say them all together. Anne Dowd, June Squibb, Judy Greer, and Margot Martindale. Oh, my God. It's the BSA Hall of Fame. I know. I know. The jackpot. The jackpot. Like, I literally, I was incontinent. I could not believe. (laughs) I was like, Anne, Margot, Judy June. I love that. Anne, me? I mean, we maybe made this happen that Anne and Margot should have played sisters. Maybe they are sisters in this movie. I mean, uh, I'm going to get emotional. Stop. <laughs> <laughs> we put it out in the world and we got it. Oh my God. It's supposed to come out in September. Oh my God. <gasps> wow. Oh my God. Okay. Oh. Yeah. It's what so was funny. it called again? What it's was it called, called Shoot the Rooster. Shoot the Rooster. I kind of love that title. Yeah. Oh my God. It's going to be. Well, and you know what else is funny? Just while we're because we can always talk about Anne Dowd. Anne Dowd is also going to be playing the president in an upcoming movie, oh in like my gosh. based on like a on a James Patterson novel called "The President Is Missing" that Bill Clinton co-wrote. What? And she plays President Jillian Stroud, so she's going to be in a in a. In a thriller, an American president stumbles upon a secret world-threatening crisis, oh. played by Anne Dowd. <laughs> like, I mean, I love it. I, love I, it. I just feel like we suffered so much the last year and a half that this is fair for yeah, us to we get need it. We President need it. Anne, shoot the rooster with Anne, Margot, Judy, June. Ugh. Anyway, I just... All of this, everything I'm saying right now is my nominee for BSA of the Week because I just, it, it's such a good time to be alive. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, like, I just, I'm so excited for everything that's coming. I mean, yeah. and the fact that we get that in September, too. Like, there's there's so many movies that I'm excited about. Maybe that's what we'll talk about next week as far as, like, mm. TV to film or something. Um, yeah, because what's coming? Because huge as mammoth dot films on TikTok is really giving it to us, so I hope that they 
they give us some more ammo and inspiration. But, oh, great. Um, all right, I'm going to go with my BSA of the week, if you don't mind. Please, yeah. Um, I received a text. So I don't even know how to classify this, but it, it involves one of our favorite BSAs of all time. Um, and this person texted me last night and said, hey, I think I'm going to come to Pittsburgh the last day of August and first day of September. And it's a, the one, the only, Miss Amanda Kaczynski. Oh! <laughs> coming. She coming. Oh on her, like, God. farewell tour of the States, her yeah. and Donald Kaczynski, oh my dad, God. and Walter, and the kiddies are all coming to Pittsburgh for, like, one night only. Oh, my We're gonna God. meet up. She's staying at a hotel that's literally, like... Uh, like a a three minute drive away it's like within walking distance and where they're gonna get here around four we're gonna have some dinner we're gonna have some drinks and we're gonna come back to my house and record a podcast real quick because we just gotta yeah the farewell tour and then the next day she's going to visit jody she's driving to like oh my god yeah and uh it's just like i guess it's just bsa energy bsa excitement of the week of just seeing her um you know, like one last time before. I mean, uh, not. I mean, I would love. I mean, we should plan a trip to go to Calgary. Oh, <laughs> to see her. Absolutely, I think that would be great. Um, but like, just like on her farewell tour, I'm so honored that she's. You know, st- I. I said, is, does this make sense? Does it make sense for you to, to come to Pittsburgh? And it, it kind of does from the, what she's describing. So I think it's just killing two birds with one stone. So I am thrilled i can't wait to see her so that's so i can't wait exciting. to meet walter yeah. oh i know to meet prince walter Ugh. and of course the kitties the, the, the yes you know uh george and latrice tracy yes. uh tracy but yeah i mean because yeah i uh, this is such insider baseball but uh mm-hmm. we frequently talked about amanda i think she's gonna maybe be on a future episode uh, yeah. She's the hardest working woman in in podcasting, but she is <laughs> moving back to Canada, and I'm so happy for her. I I just I love anyone who's making big life changes right now. I'm like, yeah, this is the yes. season. This is it. Like, yeah. if you're sitting on a big life change, just fucking make it. This is yeah, the this season. Is your sign. I just quit my job. I have nothing lined up. <laughs> Do what I'm doing. <laughs> What did you say before? You're like, you know, if you just start watching television and doing nothing else, your life's re- it's really going to open up. Yeah, really. Yeah, life just opens <laughs> up. Yeah, yeah. It's really <laughs> changes Ugh. everything. So just press play. The Colin Drucker story. Just press play. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh. Well, yeah. It it couldn't hurt. What is it? Um. Uh. It would. It would be nice. It would be nice. It would be yeah. nice. Uh. So Great. yeah. That's um. Well, that's so exciting. I. Yeah, I I'm, I'm thrilled. I can't wait for yeah. you to get here. Well, my Ugh, what uh, about you? Yeah, my BSA of the week is, uh, I guess, kind of appropriate for Mayor of East Town. This is the dumbest BSA of the week, but you know, I YouTube is a treasure trove, and mm. I recently, and I have no idea how, I think it found me, but I stumbled across a 1993 documentary called Pennsylvania Diners and Other Roadside Restaurants. And it's an hour and a half tour of diners throughout the state of Pennsylvania. And it is great. And it's 1993, which. Oh, even better. Yeah. Like, and let me tell you, 1993 is a really long time ago. Like, I keep forgetting how long, how long ago that was. was Seven years old. Yeah. It's a different time. And there's just, so this is becoming it's something that I watched and I was like, okay, this is like, it's something that would just like show up on PBS. Like, all right, whatever, you know, benign, not that interesting. But then I was like, Oh, I could sleep to this. Like this has all the qualities of something I could fall asleep to. Sleepy time shows. Sleepy time shows. It's an hour and a half. There's no loud noises. Um, it's the gentle clanging of silverware. Yes, exactly. Like every once in a while they'll cut to some like, you know, uh, oh, there's Dolores. She's been working here at the Starline for 40 years. Dolores, what's your favorite dish? Everything's good here. Everything's good here. You know, like that's <laughs> it, it's all of that. Well, she's got like yes. a plate in each hand of like of, course. of grits and she's you a, know and, and gravy covering everything. Yeah. Um, so I will send you the link. I think you might enjoy it. I think there's oh, I some Pittsburgh. I don't think the 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 pancake place we went to shows up on here, but oh yeah, maybe it didn't exist in 1993. Uh, what am I blanking on that pancake? Shop? I don't know. Pamela's. 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 Wow, that's crazy. You remember? I it, know. Right? I think the heat is getting to me. I, 
<laughs> I'm yeah. in the room with no AC with the windows up. <laughs> I'm just talking to a fading rhododendron right now. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I'm wilting over yeah. here. Well, I, I, I won't put you through any further uh, dismay. That is my BSA of the week. It is Pennsylvania diners and other roadside restaurants. I will... Maybe I'll put the link in the description. Maybe put the link yeah, in the description. People might want to watch this. Yeah. Uh, and Beautiful. that's that's my BSA of the week. Great. Yeah. Well, folks, as I like to remind everybody every week, and it bears repeating once again, we do not get played off on the Best Supporting After Show. We leave when we want to leave. And I think it's safe to say you really want to leave. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the window. I'm like, I need to open this right now. I'm I panicking. Really <laughs> yeah. No, panicking. I, I've made it this far. Uh, and it, it feels good. I felt like I feel like maybe I dropped a pound. Who knows? Yeah. I'm sweating. Ugh, yeah. I need some water, but I yeah. have some, so I'm okay. I, I'm I'm going to be fine. She's falling <laughs> apart at the seams, folks. I know. <laughs> what year is it? Yeah. It's 1993, and we were taking yes. a tour of diners oh, across wish, the state I of wish. Pennsylvania. Yeah. It sounds like a dream. Yeah. Uh, well, folks, uh, I'm going to go put on Pennsylvania diners and other roadside restaurants and get some shut eye. You know, Nick's going to turn on that AC, turn on that AC, uh, turn on the flight attendant and turn on the flight attendant. What's the, what's the worst that could happen? I don't know. We'll find out and we'll let you all know next week. See ya. Bye. (laughs) 